My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the 20th day of September 2022. A little bit of a, not a real busy show today, but of course, we're still dealing with weather. The center of Category 3, Fiona, is uh, just a little past Grand Turk now. Tropical Storm Madeline should be a remnant low by tomorrow. Powerful earthquake hits the Michoacan area of Mexico. Carnival Vista changes the itineraries on several cruises. Norwegian changes their loyalty program. That and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today, folks, is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Now, Pittsburgh, Jason, that's just for you. I'm a pepperoni pizza fan myself. On, Well, I use some other things on pizza too, but almost always have pepperoni. So go out and get a pizza today, guys. Not a bad idea. I'm not going to go get a pizza today. Since I was uh, on the road for my birthday, uh, going to Symphony of the Seas uh, in Miami, my family's taking me out for my birthday dinner tonight. So it's not going to be a pizza day for me, but I might do a pizza day tomorrow. If you're listening uh, via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcasts from, all the big guys. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and voila, up pops the fat travel guy. Uh, briefly, folks, if I offended anybody yesterday with my rant, I'm sorry. But that just bothers me terribly. And then they did it again yesterday. The, I'm talking about the big guys. The guys that have 100,000 subscribers and stuff. And they threw up a story yesterday that I had 
last Monday on Symphony of the Seas. I remember it well about the dancer going overboard and and uh, was saved. And it's now, by the way, back in Brazil. And they threw the story up yesterday like it just happened. I'm, I'm sorry. If you don't have any news stories, say so. Or if you missed the story, say that. Yeah, you say, wow, I missed this story last week, but it's worth sharing with my audience. That's what I do. So instead, you th- they throw it up. And then I get banged by people that are saying, why don't you have the story about the entertainer that went overboard? Well, because that was a week ago. I don't know. I just don't. I mean, if that's what it takes to be big in this business, I'll never be big. I'm just not going to happen. Because I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. All right. Do have uh, a few things to cover here this morning. Uh, Sue and Barry, my buddies that I sailed with, they're over there on um, the Valent Lady and had some kind of crazy dinner on the Valent Lady. It was dinner in the manor, uh, which is they have entertainment as well as food. Uh, they did uh, what they call a ship show while we ate. They served us a beet salad, steak tartare, Parmesan crusted chicken, and a red velvet cake for dessert. Unfortunately, Sue didn't post pictures of all that stuff, but uh, I'm not sure what the first one was, but that's the chicken. I could deal with that. That would be fine. And then, of course, uh, Cindy and the girls are still in Rome. And they shared some pictures with uh, the second day adventure in Rome. Of course, that's all the girls at uh, Trevi Fountain. I'm sure there's was some misbehaving involved with uh, naked statues and things with the girls. But that's okay. <laughs> love the pictures from Europe they're great and of course with Cindy and the girls you know uh, there's always going to be some adult beverages involved so there's uh, Cindy uh, she's got the whole bottle this time so that's Cindy and the girls they're over there in Rome they're getting ready to get on a Norwegian ship and do a transatlantic here not too long so uh, they're having a good time. All right. I'll be back with today's news and again, more weather after a word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, we got to start off with the weather, of course. Uh, Fiona is uh, now, uh, uh, you know, overnight became a Category 3 hurricane. Uh, it's just past, the center of Fiona just in the past few minutes got past Turks and Caicos. Now, of course, remember, this is a heavily loaded south side storm. So even though it's past Turks and Caicos, it's still going to get hammered through a good bit of the afternoon today. Just like, you know, Puerto Rico got hammered yesterday and, uh, you know, Dominican Republic is still getting some today. Uh, the hurricane warning is in effect for Turks and Caicos. Still tropical storm warnings are now in effect for southeast Bahamas. An interest in Bermuda should monitor the progress of Fiona because that's right in the aim at this point. It looks like it is heading directly to uh, Bermuda, and that's right in the center of the cone. And then it's possible that this is going to take a jog uh, to the directly to the north and end up in possibly Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, um, up in, in, in Canada. Uh, of course, this has been a nasty one. That's in Puerto Rico with some of the uh, flooding that they had there. Uh, currently, Fiona is moving toward the north northeast at 10 miles an hour. Uh it's located about 10 miles northwest of Grand Turk Island. Uh, it's going to follow up with a turn to the north tonight or early tomorrow. And on the forecast track, the center of Fiona will pass uh, the other eastern islands of Turks and Caicos during the next couple of hours and head directly for Bermuda. Currently, the sustained winds are 115 miles an hour, which makes it, of course, a Category 3 storm. Strengthening is forecast during the next couple of days. It's probably going to be a 4. I don't think, I don't see it getting to a 5, but it's still possible. But it's clearly going to spend some a good bit of time at 4. Thankfully, there's not going to be any land in its way until it gets to Bermuda. Uh, the estimated minimum pressure is all the way down to 960. So that indicates to me that it's going to get stronger. So uh, Fiona is still going to be with us. Uh, it's forecast to produce uh, some more rain. And still, because of the southern bands uh, and being so loaded to the southeast of the center, uh, they're still talking about another one to two inches in the uh, British and U.S. Virgin Islands. 
Southern Puerto Rico could get another one to four uh, in the next 24 hours, uh, which can bring totals to 35 inches in some of those areas. Uh, Northern Puerto Rico could get another one to two inches, which will bring it up to 20 inches in most areas. Dominican Republic, one to four inches, which puts it up somewhere in the vicinity of 20 inches. Turks and Caicos, an additional four to eight inches, and I'm not sure how much has actually fallen in Turks and Caicos yet. haven't seen those numbers yet. And they're talking about one to four inches in southeastern Bahamas. And of course, with this, you've got uh, heavy rainfall, localized life-threatening flash flooding around the center of Fiona. It's going to impact Turks and Caicos through the afternoon with continued uh, flooding. Of course, Turks and Caicos is really flat, too, so that can be a major issue. Um, storm surge as well uh, with this is going to be uh, significant. And then the surf, of course, is going to have lots of undertow and riptides, uh, not only through the Bahamas, but also along the east coast of the United States. That's where we're going to have an effect uh, from it. Hurricane Fiona unleashed more rain on Puerto Rico on Monday, a day after the storm knocked out power and water on most of the island. And National Guard troops rescued almost a 1,000 people who got stranded. The governor warned that it could take days to get the lights back on. Currently, as of a little while ago, that's, uh, there's about 15% now have power. But there's a lot of people that are not going to get power for a while. The blow from Fiona was made more devastating because Puerto Rico has not completely recovered from Maria five years ago today, which killed nearly 3,000 people and destroyed the power grid. Five years later, more than 3,000 homes on the island are still covered by blue tarps. The storm stripped pavement from roads, tore off roofs, sent torrents of rain pouring into homes. It also took out a bridge and flooded two airports. Authorities reported two deaths from the hurricane, a Puerto Rican man who was swept away by a flooded river, and a person in the Dominican Republic who was hit by a falling tree. And like I say, as much as 35 inches of rain. Meanwhile, in the Dominican Republic yesterday, authorities closed ports and beaches and told most people to stay home from work. Nearly 800 people were evacuated to safer locations. More than 700 were in shelters. The hurricane left several highways blocked and a tourist pier in the town of Miches was badly damaged by highways. At least four international airports were closed. So that kind of sums up what's going on in the Atlantic. In the Pacific, oh, by the way, before we go over there, let's back up here. The uh, orange uh, X in the middle of the uh, Atlantic uh, is showing a 60% chance of uh, further development, so we've got to watch that one. The yellow X down off the coast of South America is about 30%, so it's worth watching too. The yellow X has got a possibility of coming across the southern trough, I call it, and goes south of Cuba, 
and into the Caribbean and could possibly end up into the uh, Gulf Coast of the United States. But that's still days away and a lot more to happen until then. All right, on the West Coast now, Madeline is um, basically it started turning to the west, going further and further away from land. Uh, it's weakening quickly and is forecast to become a remnant low in less than 24 hours. The last numbers I had, it's 150 miles southwest of the southern tip of Baja. Winds are down to 40 miles an hour. Pressure's up to 1,001. It's moving west about eight miles an hour. And it's going to be gone. Just flat out gone. By tomorrow, we won't see it. Alaska is pretty much getting back to normal. The cruise communities were not impacted as badly as we feared at one time. The uh, Nome area on the West Coast was hit really hard, and some of those outlying areas got just crushed. Uh, but they, the waters have started receding. They're trying to get back to normal. They're trying to get supplies and so forth to the affected areas. It's going to take a while for that part of Alaska to recover. All right, Carnival Vista, you know, I've talked about the Carnival Vista about a half dozen times with their propulsion issues. In an email sent to guests, Carnival has announced the need to adjust six upcoming itineraries for Carnival Vista due to cruising speed reductions necessary for onboard maintenance. Carnival Vista's itinerary will be changed for six upcoming sailings. The ship's 2022 departures on October 15th, 29th, and November 12th are affected, as well as 2023 departures on January 21st, February 4th, and February 18th. Now, the original schedules on those six days has Vista going to Jamaica, one of the ports in Jamaica. And three of them were to Montego Bay. And three of them were to Falmouth, to Grand Cayman, and to Cozumel. Now all six itineraries have been changed. It will no longer call on either Grand Cayman or Jamaica. Instead, the ship will stay much further west, substituting Belize and Rotan as alternative ports of call, which is what the other itineraries for at Carnival Vista are. The ship's stay in Cozumel will be lengthened slightly. Now, my problem with this, folks, is this has happened numerous times. Remember, the Vista was the one that they set up the thing and took it up out of the water and repaired the... That's when I learned what an azipod was. And it was out of commission for you know several weeks while they did all this shenanigans and it went back in for maintenance at least two other times. It's sister ships, the the uh, Panorama and the, what's the other sister ship? The Legend, I think, uh, have had Azipod issues or 
for propulsion issues. There's got to be some kind of weakness in, in this system. Now, is it going to does it wreck the cruise? No. But they're shortening the cruise by, you know, some 300 miles that the ship has to go. Uh, so they don't have to go as fast. Well, they say it's because of the maintenance, you know, that they can't hit the speed to get to the a little bit further distance to, you know, hook around and go to Jamaica and go come back to Grand Cayman before you go to Cozumel. It sounds like a little bit of hooey to me because it continues ongoing. And they don't say that they're going to do maintenance for the next three months while they're at sea, but sure looks like it to me because all their itineraries now are the same. So I don't think they're being totally honest with us, folks, by thinking about this. But that's the way it goes. All right, so Norwegian. Uh, wow, what happened to my what happened to my Norwegian thing? It disappeared. Why do I always have things disappear when I'm uh, talking? I don't understand where it went. So let's go grab it again real quick. I think I can still get at it in a hurry. Uh, let's see. Uh, nope, it's gone. Oh, well. All right. So what I was going to add, it's just a Norwegian picture. So, yes, too bad. You're not going to get a Norwegian picture with the story. But we're talking about the loyalty program on the Norwegian cruise lines. Um, and basically, they just made a couple changes. I I don't see the big deal about it where... Guests would have been restricted previously to enjoy a dinner for two with a bottle of wine perk, either at Cagney's or La Bistro, which I love both. I especially love La Bistro. Uh, it's now been expanded to include several other restaurants that have, a, as long as they have a complimentary wine list. The plain dinner for two option without the wine was previously only available to be used in Moderno or La Cucina. Can now be used for dinner at La Cucina, Food Republic Q, Texas Smokehouse, Teppanyaki, American Diner, and several others. Both dining options are only available on sailings of five days or longer. Uh, and, in, um, and it entitles guests to an appetizer, entree, and a dessert. That's the same thing that uh, Hot Air Tom and Cindy and I had at La Bistro here last month. And it was fabulous. So it's expanding it to some other restaurants. If I was on a Norwegian ship, I'd still try to use Cagnes or La Bistro if I could. Now, on the, the other dinner option, you know, La Cucina, I, had, I ate a La Cucina as well. I've never eaten at a Food Republic. I've never eaten at the Q Texas Smokehouse. I like teppanyaki. Um, American Diner, I like. So 
you know that that's pretty cool that's that's not a bad that's not a bad change other uh, additions to the newly released benefits are a one free flow water carton from the gold tier and two free cartons from the sapphire sapphire tier and the unlimited open bar package discount the open bar package includes discounts of 30% for uh, bronze members through 50% for all diamond and ambassador members well I did not buy the drinks package when I was on Norwegian last time. And I have not bought the drinks package on Royal Caribbean. My next cruise on Royal Caribbean, I'll be diamond and get free drinks. Oh, well, four free drinks per day. That's enough for me. I mean, I might buy one here and there. Uh, but, uh, you know, Norwegian, uh, it just doesn't add up for me. Uh, so I just pay as I go. And, and that's, I'll prefer it that way. So that's the drinks a package and the change on uh, Norwegian. Why do I feel like I've missed a story someplace today? I but I don't seem to. Uh, I have to see. Let me go back up here to see what I said I was going to talk about. Uh, yes, the Fiona, and oh, the powerful earthquake from Mexico. Where did that story go? <laughs> All right. There was a big earthquake in Mexico uh, down in Michoacan, kind of sort of in the area of Guadalajara. It was a 7.4 earthquake uh, yesterday, caused all kinds of damage. Uh, This was uh, uh, in one of the villages near Guadalajara. And, uh, you know, it was not near as bad as the one back in what was it, uh, the Mexico City quake on the same date, I don't know, five, ten years ago. But anyway, it was a pretty massive um, earthquake there in the Guadalajara ex, uh, area of Michoacan in Mexico. So thoughts are with the folks down there as well. All right, I know I missed something today. That was it. All right, let's jump over in the chat room and see who's with us. Blaine's here. Hi, Blaine. How you doing? Mike's with us. There's Pittsburgh Jason. That's what I'm editing right now, actually. Oh, that's what you're eating right now. Ah, very good. Having a little pizza, are we? Is that breakfast or lunch? I've been known to eat pizza for breakfast. I've been known to eat cold pizza for breakfast if there's any left from the night before. Amy's with us. Hi, Amy. Chris, what's that? Carico top pizza? Chirico? 
I don't know what that is, Amy. You're going to have to fill me in on that one. Is that a typo or is that something that's beyond my pizza experience? Uh, so, Amy, you're going to have to fill me in. <laughs> Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Kenneth. Blaine says we sell to La Romana in the D- Dominican Republic next month in Amber Cove as well. Hope things are in order and a little damage in those areas. All right. Blaine, from what I got is that um, the Amber, I don't, I haven't heard anything on La Romana, but that's a little more toward the safe side. The um, area around La Plata, which is also Amber Cove, uh, they're five miles apart. They took the brunt of the wind and rain and storm surge but from what i've gathered there wasn't any major damage now i'm not sure how totally they've looked at that yet because it's still you know they're still getting the southern rains you know it's moving up but you still got that southerly loaded storm i mean is it you know hooks around brings it back up from the south um, so there's not, I can't guarantee it yet, but I, I'm more hopeful on cruises going back to the Dominican Republic than I am on Puerto Rico. I got a feeling it's going to be a while before any of us get back into Puerto Rico again. It's like it was when Maria hit. A lot of people were saying that, that this was actually worse than Maria. So it's, you know. That's hard to believe because Maria was a much stronger storm, but this one, when it hit, you know, there was a lot more rain, caused more slides. But anyway, a lot of people in Puerto Rico say this was worse. What was the rant? The rant was yesterday, uh, Jason was over them using uh, these, my big time competitors, using old stories like they just happened yesterday. And then people are banging the hell out of me. Why didn't I cover this story? Why didn't I cover? Well, that story was over a week ago. The one yesterday was on the brawl on the sunrise, which happened on September 9th. And they did it like it just happened. And then they didn't have the entire story because uh, Elizabeth, our, our buddy Elizabeth on location is on the sunrise. And I talked to her when it happened. And uh, not only did there, yes, there was a, a brawl, a fight on the sunrise, but then the two guys that were the main instigators got into another fight the next day on the tender going into Grand Cayman. So they didn't even have it all right, but then they, they blew the story out of proportion, made big salacious headlines and thumbnails like it just happened. And then I get people banging the hell out of me. Why didn't I cover that story? I didn't cover it originally because I didn't think it was worthy. It's about the fifth or sixth brawl we've had on cruise ships. I'm not going to keep repeating about that. You know, yeah, do something. If Carnival's upset about it, they're going to change their drinking policy and their hours. I mean, one of those brawls was at 5 a.m. in the morning. Well, duh. Close the bars at two. 
anyway. Uh, they don't care. They steal content all the time. No, I'm, it's just, be honest about it. You know, okay, here's the story that happened last week. I don't have anything to say today, so I'm going to use a week old story. I'd rather do that and be honest with you guys than tell you something like, like you know, a story like, like just I just did the the Mexico earthquake. So, and I lost the story that I had written, which was my technical issues. So. I gave you the basic facts. You know, I'm not going to, you know, if that was a week old and I'd used that, I would have told you. Last week, man, there was a big hurricane. I mean, a big earthquake in Mexico. It was a 7.4 and it caused all kinds of damage. And I missed it. So here it is. I'd have no problem with doing that. Hot Air Tom getting ready to leave. Hello, hello everyone. He's driving now. Dropped off Penny at the Doggy Resort. Good for Penny. Penny's not going to mind at all that you guys are flitting away to Europe. Because she's staying in the resort. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Pittsburgh Pizza makes me long for... Oh, Minios and Squirrel. Oh, I haven't thought about Minios and Squirrel Hill forever. That was good pizza. I tell you, I agree, Nikki. I used to love going over there and getting a pie. <laughs> yeah, folks, I I lived in Pittsburgh for a long time. So did Nikki. Nikki, actually, I left Pittsburgh, and she came in right shortly thereafter. So I didn't know Nikki back then. But they they she and Roger lived in Pittsburgh. Uh, just right after I did, I left. And when did I leave? In the late, I don't remember what year I left. Uh, but anyway, um, Hot Air Tom's the limo company used to pick us up at twelve fifteen. Ah. Jason loves Minios too. Yep. I, anybody in Pittsburgh loves Minios. And I think everybody in Pittsburgh has eaten a Minios at least once. Man, that was good pizza. Cindy needs some rum in her hot chocolate. I don't think so, hot air, Tom. Cindy's not the one that drinks rum in her hot chocolate. It's you. Spiker drink out there. Yeah, she'll she'll spike you upside the head. Emily's here. Hello, Chilean gang. Safe travels, hot air. Yep. I agree. Eddie's with us. Brooklyn Eddie. Yo, yo, yo. Brooklyn in the house. Says hello to everybody. Have fun on the Prima. Watch out for any door handles that may be loose. Puerto Rico got hit really bad. Yeah, that that's and I, I feel I feel so bad for those folks. When Maria hit, you had all kinds of political things there and you had political things here. 
I just, I don't think we did the job that should have been done. And there was probably reasons why it didn't happen. And the infrastructure was never put back completely. And everything from five years ago was never fixed totally. And now that's a major setback. And I really feel for the people of Puerto Rico and hope that, I mean, you know, having FEMA there a lot sooner, hopefully that will, it'll help get things done and straightened up over there and get the rebuilding process done. I got the feeling we're not going to, we're not going to visit Puerto Rico for some time from this one. And that's off. I love, I love San Juan. You know, I love some of the excursions out of Puerto, out of San Juan. Lane says, yo, 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 daddy as well. <laughs> they don't want to do dry dock to save money. Yeah, that's, I just don't, I I can't get why this, this Azapot issue just continues on and on and on with these this class of ship, it seems. And it's worse on, on Avista because... I'd have to go back and check, but it's three or maybe four times that that Vista has had issues with this, and now they're 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 talking about well f- f- from October to well, I forget the dates now to March or something that they're going to be doing maintenance on their propulsion and have to cut the speeds. I mean, it's not going to mean anything to the people on board other than some of them had counted on going to Jamaica and uh, Grand Cayman that that can't do now. I don't know. I just, Carl needs to get that fixed, you know, once and for all. How's the Lazy Bird Lounge? Uh, Lazy Bird Lounge was okay. Uh, I I went to that. one of the times I was in Cozumel and didn't go to um, No Name Bar. Um, but yeah, it was a good bar. It was fun. Jason loves pizza for breakfast. I understand that one. Oh, Carrizo. Okay. Yeah, now I do know. Well, I think I know what Carrizo is. I don't believe I've ever had it on on a pizza. That's like a sausage kind of thing, is it not? Maybe a spicy sausage, if memory serves me correctly. I could be wrong on that one, too. Denise Algazi. Most of the popular channels are pure hyperbolic trash. All about clicks and views. Ah, yeah. And many have become shills for the cruise lines in order to gain benefits instead of remaining independent. Well, that's one thing that I'm never going to do is be a shill. I mean, even, yeah, we work out a sponsorship deal. It's going to be under the arrangements that, you know, if you do something wrong, I'm going to be up your butt, folks. Um, Because, you know, part of my audience are mobility challenge slash handicapped folks that I'm in that community. And 
I will be critical when I need to be critical. I just posted this morning the disembarkation post on my blog from Symphony of the Seas, and it was not complimentary. I'm not blaming everything that went wrong on on either Royal Caribbean or Symphony or Miami, but all in all, it left a really bad taste in my mouth. Now, is that going to keep me from sailing on Symphony again? No, I love Symphony. Is that going to keep me from sailing on Royal Caribbean? No, I love Royal Caribbean. They need to fix up for me. They need to fix the fact that the scooters are delivered to, you can get delivery at the uh, terminal and return it to the terminal. And it would save a lot of time and makes it a lot easier. Carnival does it. Norwegian does it. Royal Caribbean needs to do it. I'm, very critical about that. I was critical about that on the embarkation, which was went really smooth, other than the fact that I had to wait for the scooter. So, yeah, I will never be a shill for, I promise you that, Dennis. Bring Penny something back from Europe. Yeah, bring some treats. Standard breakfast pizza is last night's pizza, not eggs and bacon on pizza, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't put eggs and bacon on pizza. I have leftover pizza from the night before, cold for breakfast. I do that quite often because I'm a sucker for pizza. I like my pizza. <laughs> that's why I do. And for Pittsburgh Jason, I always do a pizza review just for him. Uh, he doesn't care about the pizza review. He likes the little Italian guy that's on there going, mwah, mwah, and I, I rate the pizza. So, yeah, I have fun with that. So, uh, breakfast pizza is great, Eddie says. Yeah, the politics didn't want to give, give the money to... Uh, Puerto Rico after Maria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Federal Reserve to Maria was appalling. Or the Federal response to Maria was appalling. I completely agree. Um, Jason remembers him tossing the paper towel rolls at the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, today is the fifth anniversary of Maria. That's sad that they got, you know, right on the anniversary. And uh, Eddie agrees with Dennis. Um, if you don't have a beach club or excursion planned for Cozumel, I highly recommend Pescaderia San Carlos for lunch. Fantastic fresh seafood caught that morning and very affordable cash only. Pescaderia, do you remember which pier that's near? I have not been to that one. I go to, I think I go to Cozumel. I'm doing three cruises in October and into November, and I think I go to Cozumel twice. Um, so yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to try Pescaderia. And I, one of them I got to go see my friends at, at No Name Bar which is, you know, that's a great, that's a crew bar. And it's a fun place for folks to go to get 
some traditional Mexican food. It's very small and it has a pool, a, a little pool. They're great people. Dennis. Okay. Now, I thought it was Dennis, but I wasn't sure. Eddie says you're so right. As always, pop by Megan near the port. San San Miguel. Okay. So that's the one to the to the north. That's the one that I go to most cruises. Uh, that's sad, but yes, I love San Juan. I'm from the south of the island. We're moving to Miami. Uh, you know, one time, uh, Eddie, you'll appreciate this. I stayed in Ponce uh, in a resort. And it was lovely. I had a lovely vacation uh, right outside of Ponce. Uh, I, did, I, I like Puerto Rico. I have always enjoyed my stays there. I've enjoyed visiting there numerous times over the years. So yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see him really get back to, you know, back to normal. Would be lovely. Carrizo with spicy sauces. That's what I thought. Yeah, I remembered that. And I have, I believe I have had that before. I do like, I like a little spice on occasions. From Spain. Yeah. Okay. It's near the central port, San Miguel, taxi ride. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Eddie, you'll save money by paying in pesos. $20 equals 20 pesos equals a dollar. I didn't know that. As many times as I've been to Cozumel, I usually pay with uh, with dollars. Hmm. So I'm better off to, to uh, use their money. Okay. I'll try that next time. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, again, this week, folks, Friday show will not be live. It will be pre-recorded early in the morning and a playback started right at 11 o'clock. And when I promote it, the link to it will take you right to the 11 o'clock uh, starting. Uh, so. Uh, it will start at 11 like normal, but it will not be live because I'm at the pulmonologist. And hopefully, I'm hoping that we can do something about this puppy that I have to use 99% of the time anymore. Now, oxygen. So, we'll see. Anyway, that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. Thanks for being with me. Had a nice crowd uh, this morning. Glad to have some of you guys that are fairly new to this channel. It's terrific to have you. And we certainly enjoy you in the crowd and the audience. And your participation is welcome all the time. And as always, folks, we appreciate thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Bell notification lets you know when I go live or when a new video is up. And that happens a lot anymore. Because I've got tons of com content from the last couple of cruises that still isn't posted. 
and I'm going to be posting forever. It's probably seems, but I've got several weeks now till I cruise again. So I'll get caught up eventually. All right, guys, that's it for today. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising and hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. You guys have a fantastic day. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.